This is Proxilla Radio, the UK's first dedicated progressive rock music radio network. You're listening to Tabletop Genesis, a podcast by Genesis fans for Genesis fans. Hi there, this is Mike Lord. And this is Tom. And you're listening to a very special episode of Tabletop Genesis. It's just going to be Tom and myself today. We're just doing a quick episode to talk about some news that's happened that you might be aware of, kind and fair listener. Tom, what's the news that's coming out? Wait, what? What is this news, news Why are you here? About? Why did you travel <laughs> all the way up to uh, the wilds of northern Manhattan to uh, discuss this stuff? Is, this- well, as the word on the street is, you know... Out now, Genesis is touring. Woohoo! Yay! Yay! All right. So, <laughs> so best idea ever or bestest idea ever? Uh, it's an idea. Yes, it's, it's an idea, idea that I, I have to say I am excited about. Yes, yes. Uh, I think that we should also mention Stacy and Simon are not here today, mainly because they don't live in the New York area, and we just wanted to do a quick episode to talk about this news and get some uh, word on the word on the street, word on our street, <laughs> out to you guys and kind of talk a bit more about this. So we're experimenting with different formats. I blathered on for about half an hour the last time we did a special episode. Now Tom's here to blather on too. So. I'll do my best at blathering. Yeah, so when we say we're excited about this, how excited are we, Tom? Uh, I am on a scale of one to ten. I'm probably a seven. I was going to say eight for myself, so I think we're pretty close. We are both excited enough to have bought tickets to <laughs> London shows. So if, yes. if we were a ten, I think we'd be buying tickets to every show. Now, granted, kind and dear listeners we are lucky enough to have jobs and to be able to kind of you know people in our lives who are happy to have us go off to these things yes, maybe not maybe not happy but and, and wives who aren't too upset when you tell them after the fact that you bought tickets <laughs> <laughs> oh you didn't you didn't ask for permission about what or explain to her why you were waking up at four in the morning to do two days in a row <laughs> Hmm, no, yes. she, she just assumed it was porn, so I there said, you know, go. less embarrassing out. to say that it was Genesis. <laughs> yes, so that's uh, that's the thing. So, listeners, if and also we should add that Stacy and Simon will also be attending uh, one of the London shows also. Uh, Tom and I, I believe we both got tickets to both London shows. Right, I was lucky enough, and I said, you know, we got yep. up at 4 a.m., and uh, I think I first got tickets to the 30th because that's what Stacy and Simon had said yes, they got tickets yes. to. And then I figured, well, I'm there by myself. What right. am I going to do Sunday night? So, <laughs> and if you're not going to travel all that way, you got to go to both. Is, right, is my feeling. And so it. I did end up getting on the second day they went on uh, the day they officially went on sale. Yes, I ended up getting one for the 29th. Uh, it wasn't without its uh, <laughs> moments where I'm like, uh oh, uh, because one, obviously, you sign on right away and it tells you right away that there are no tickets yes and so you just have to keep at it keep hitting refresh and refresh because people are letting go of tickets then i was all set with one and my bank it it was declined and this was for the pre-sale or the actual for the pre-sale okay 
it's basically it was declined and then I got a text right away from my bank saying is this a good purchase I'm like no it's a great purchase <laughs> exactly yes <laughs> so I sweated that out for a little bit but finally went through and clicked so I have a single ticket to the 29th and one to the 30th yeah my story was similar to yours where I woke up at four o'clock on the Thursday morning about 10 minutes before four and I, I had two windows open for each night of the the, the tour for each night of the um, the London shows and I did one because you can't I literally couldn't click two pages at once and tickets came up and they were pretty they were in the price range that I wanted the, the most expensive regular seats not like with dinner and a movie included or well, not the price range you wanted the price range you were offered. willing to pay yes exactly <laughs> so and um yeah exactly i would have preferred like 10 bucks or something <laughs> but you know i i have i know the reality of this is that prices are what they are but there were still relatively i won't say cheap tickets but the the tickets at the lower end i think were reasonable uh, even if you're going to be nosebleed or whatever. So anyway, so I I did that. I clicked on it and I clicked yes, except, and it froze up in some weird way no. and those tickets got lost. And I was like, oh shit. <laughs> and so then I kind of jumped to the other night and did it and got tickets. And then this was through the Live Nation UK site, which I you have to register for to have access to the pre-sale. Yes. And so then when... I then went to purchase those. It said, you have to create an account. And I'm like, I already logged in. What is this talking about? And I typed in my login information, which I won't tell you guys. And it kept on saying, no, it's not right. It's not right. And then it said to create an account, click here. And I clicked on that and it went to Ticketmaster UK. And I was like, ah, you need a Ticketmaster yeah. account too. So I created that real quick and you know, got that, then went back to the other night show and bought the tickets for that, which worked that time. I had to, again, this is four in the morning and I just woken up after a couple hours of sleep and I was really paranoid about buying two sets of tickets to the same show. <laughs> and so I was like, no, that was the 30th I just bought. So now I buy the 29th. And so that was the <laughs> the fun of, you know, trying to lodge it this out. And then by 4.20, 4.30 in the morning, it was all said and done. So tickets were purchased. Uh, I got floor seats back to the floor for one night and then section 105 or 107 for the second night i forget which was which but as it gets close we'll put this out on twitter if anybody does want to try to meet up ahead of time or something for, like that maybe a we'll pint. do a yeah maybe we'll do a, a little tabletop meet and greet or something over there yeah, uh, it's because, funny because uh, years ago you'd have to queue in line overnight to wait yes. for physical tickets oh, exactly. and i'm sure we all said back then oh there was only a different way of doing this well this is the different way now online at 4 a.m right and and we have to you know it's it's great to be able to buy tickets for a show in a different continent yes now hopefully everything health-wise will be resolved at that point you know we were as tom and i were discussing beforehand we're recording this in the middle of a uh, covid 19 outbreak uh, a new coronavirus that's out there that's causing a lot of travel issues and people are getting sick and of course if you're in an infected area we wish you the best uh, you know we're both kind of in situations in the New York area where my work is going to work from home for the next couple of weeks at least. So we'll right. see how that affects everything. And I think that might be the same with my work. My, my kids might not have school. Uh, and just, we know all small businesses I've already heard are being affected yeah. and other 
other operations. So, you know, it's definitely hitting people hard. But yeah. And I, I just heard right today that uh, Steve's shows were yes, postponed. Yes, in New Jersey, uh, right. Collingswood. And so, in the grand scheme of things, you know, when people are getting sick and ill and maybe even having, you know, life changing consequences because of that, if you end up missing a concert, that's not the biggest deal. But this is Genesis. <laughs> uh, and it is a tour for the first time in 13 years. So, we're going to pretend for the rest of the conversation that we're not going to worry about the health issues and things like that, because this is something that, you know, we're very excited about. But we also know the reality is that come the fall, things might be in a weird situation. And right. So they we'll they could just take a, a get better or who knows, it could go away yeah. and then come back. So if anything, hopefully the show will if you're in quarantine and you're listening, hopefully to make you feel better. You know, this is the official podcast of Quarantines. Yes. So, uh, <laughs> and enjoy. Tom, you actually can't leave now because no, they've I'm actually stuck instituted here for the next 14 so days. So. You, me, and Haley the cat yes. will be hanging out. So I got plenty of toilet paper. <laughs> so we're good. So with that being said, what are what do you want from this tour, Tom? Well, I, I think the most important thing I want is not a repeat of the 20s. 2007 tour. 100% agree. Uh, because if they're just getting together and the only difference is Nick's playing drums and Phil's not, uh, and it's 90% the same set list, I think it's, I don't think it's worth their while, not right. alone the audience's while. Because, I mean, they are probably looking to get some newer songs that they haven't played in a while. Right. And just to keep it fresh for, their, for themselves, they're not going to want to just rehash 2007. So I think it's a lot of people were thinking that, well, maybe it's just going to be the same old top hits right i think i think they're gonna branch out a little bit yeah like you know i'm sure they're gonna play invisible touch yes they have you know i'm sure they're gonna maybe well i'm sure they're maybe you know i'm sure they're gonna play a couple of those big radio songs because they're genesis they have to you know and that's fine it's like if you if you don't see peter gabriel he's gonna play sledgehammer he's probably gonna play salisbury hill too he's going to play in your eyes yes exactly because that's what people know him for and so what people again the a lot of people and the old prodders might even like some of those newer songs. I think we're generally all eras-ish fans, you know, with ups and downs in all of those eras. But again, yeah, what I kind of hope for is kind of, as I think Tony said in the announcement, new old songs. Really, the reality is that they're all old songs at this point. Um, just It's just a matter of degree. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, what, 29 years? Yeah. Since uh, <laughs> since, uh, since they last had a, well, not counting Colonel yeah. Station, but yeah. 29 years since the Phil, Mike, since and the Tony. Year, that album came yeah. out in 91, 92. Yeah. So, you know, that's, that's 28 years. And I think Mike said in the announcement that, you know, this tour that they're doing which is just the UK at this point is the first time they're playing more like they've only played two shows in the UK in the last 29 years yeah which seems crazy but yeah but it's the reality and so this is kind of them giving the UK kind of their due I think which is great I think that's a really positive thing and so you know do you think Tom that there will be US or elsewhere dates just your gut feeling <laughs> on this, so. my gut feeling and right now there's there's a lot of gut so I have a lot of feeling in it I believe yes there will be a US given you know given the circumstances yeah, right. we're, we're Given that everything is equal, I think they will come over here probably probably take a break for a month or two and then yeah. come stateside for 
probably the same amount of shows. Right. My my guess would be that if there are shows in the U.S. or Europe or something like that planned, that sometime later this year, maybe in the summertime, there'd be some sort of announcement about those. Thinking ahead, this tour in the U.K. was announced about nine months ahead of time, just give or take right. a little bit. Yeah. And so, you know, if you're we're looking at, you know, spring or summer of next year, that would put it, you know, late summer, early fall of this year that things would be announced, which I think is a reasonable amount of time for me to pay off my credit card debt from these London shows and we'll go from there. So One if, other, another thing that I'm also really looking forward to uh, from this tour is it's really been since 1975 where they did a show with one drummer. Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, there was they we've pretty much had the same setup through the fill years uh, with, you know, the two drums next to each other and the keyboard on the right side, except for the mama tour where they stuck Tony in the middle to try it out. But it's kind of nice to change things up again. You know, you're going to get something different. The stage setup is going to be a little different. Yeah. What kind of kit, if any, is Phil going to have or what percussion setup is he going to be Did you listen to the announcement at all? The the kind of radio show thing that they did? I mean, although Phil... To be honest, you know, he did say he was ill at that point when he started yes. talking. I was like, oh, my God. Oh, no. But then he said, like, oh, he's getting over having a head cold or some type of thing, which made sense. But it was still like, oh, my God. It was like, oh, no. Yeah. But he did say that he wants to try to do something. Right. He and wants Ryan, to do his best. To- yeah. Add more than what he did on his solo shows. Right. And so I think that we have to be realistic about what that may be. It may literally just be kind of a little percussion setup that he can kind of turn to on a chair and kind of hit some things right. with his arms. He's not going to be Phil Collins of 20, 30 years ago. But even if he was physically fit, he wouldn't be the Phil Collins of 20, 30 years ago. So, you know, I think having Nick there who can drum like he does and is more I'm sure he puts his own personality into playing but is more like his father's playing than Chester or Bill Bruford or anybody else out there you know I think Tony said in that announcement he's like it's kind of like playing with a young Phil so you know that's that's interesting and I think and you, people can correct me if I'm wrong, but Nicholas at the time of this this tour will be about as old as Phil was when he joined Genesis. Yeah, I think that I think that's right. Which is kind of a cool little <laughs> parallel there. So, and I think people, I think Genesis felt that they were accepted after Peter left because when Phil became the lead yeah. singer, he was kind of coming from within the family. Yeah, and this is kind of the same thing. They're not getting a drummer out of off the street. Right. This is Phil's son carrying yeah. in the footsteps of his dad, which is also something cool to see yeah. on stage. And if anything, he's somebody who I believe would really respect that music and want to bring his father's performances to life. And it it does seem from that press conference that both, you know, that all three of them were saying like, yeah, Nick really brought it. And that that was kind of a, a real positive thing with this. I so. think it probably... It, it really injected a lot of energy into yeah. what could have just been the three of them getting together again with Chester and Daryl and just kind of a repeat. But this is kind of like a whole new kind of setup. And I think it's really uh, put a, you know, a jump in their step, as they yes. say. So what would you like to hear on this tour? <laughs> uh, put out some requests. We'll, we'll go back to this nine months from now and see if uh, any of our guesses were correct. Well, I know they're going to go back to some old stuff. Yeah. Some new old stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think for the most part, I've been thinking about concert openers. Mm, okay. Uh, I thought Behind the Lines was a fantastic Classic, one. And yeah. even 
before anything was mentioned about that tour, my hope was that they would open with Behind the Lines. Right. Uh, for this one, I, I had a choice of two that I think that could open with new old songs. Okay. Uh, Dodo. Mmm, yes. Classic. Which would be interesting. Yes. And Squonk. Yes. So those were two that I think could be great show openers. And, and had been show openers in the past. In the past. Too. I think that's what I think they they will probably lean on something that they know has worked as an opener yeah. before. Mm-hmm. And that if Phil, uh, let's assume that Phil is sitting during these shows because that's what he's done for his own shows and barring any great, you know, miracle of physical therapy, he'll be sitting for these shows also. So let's just assume that he is. Those are both songs that I think could be presented in a way that if he's sitting, that works out. What that can be, that can be good. Now the funny thing, I I had I had asked you this question without giving really any <laughs> thought to it myself. But if I'm taking that perspective of what's a good opener, or what's a good new old song as an opener, I would go with those two. I would. Again, if we go, another song that was an opener at a time is 11th Earl of Mar, but it's a little longish and has the quieter bit in the middle, which I don't know if you want in an opener song nowadays, but that could also be kind of good. I like the idea of starting big, you know, right. and that's something that I think both Squonk and Dodo do really well, and that Behind the Lines, Duke's intro did great in 2007, and on the Abacab tour when they did Behind the Lines there. So yeah, something something big, something, you know... Well, I had thought possibly, what about Watcher? Yeah, it's classic. It's so. classic. It, I think they might pick an... 70s song to open with only yeah. because I think they want to appease the older fans right off the bat. Like they, yeah. if they start with Land of Confusion, I think I, I think it's one that they would might play later. But I mean, sure. they have start. They did start the We Can't Dance tour with Land of Confusion. Yes, so correct. Yeah, it was a concert opener. But I think it's I think just to hedge their bets and and to be safe, they they will probably pick a 70s song to open with. Yeah, no, I, I think you're right. I I will. I'd give you good money on that. Then. I think that's that's a that's a solid you know prediction. Um, I think that there's Genesis is always a lot about dynamics, and I could see I could see some type of medley starting things also. That's interesting. Um, kind of an instrumental thing, and you saying Watcher is the start. I could see that being kind of like. The, the encore where it was it into Watcher back in the 76 tour on Trick of the Tail, kind of doing more of an instrumental piece of Watcher that goes into something else that goes into something else that then segues into a vocal song. But, ooh, but, I, but the negative about that is that Phil might not be able to really participate in that depending upon his level of... of physical activity at that point so it's it'd be weird to kind of have an instrumental start that he can't really participate in so well it'll give him more time to get to the stage so <laughs> that's right so <laughs> the others can start I, and he can join I, on when i do picture a lot of a lot of spinal tapping type of <laughs> you know raising the egg from the from the floor the of the chair uh, comes up thing exactly yeah you know that could be very much the presentation so now the chair descends from the ceiling yes exactly so and maybe maybe it's more about you know maybe we can't throw phil on some costumes this time to really 
you know, replicate <laughs> this. Do you think they would go back to something like Supper's Ready? No, and, and actually, I don't think I want them to. Okay. I think, I think I'm... I've seen Steve do it. I'm happy watching yeah. Steve do it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's It wasn't even part of the three... Like, the... I, I picture they're probably going to rely heavily on the stuff that the three of them were yes. he- more heavily involved sure. in. So from Trick of the Tail on. Yeah. I think they'll do maybe an older song. Uh, possibly I Know What I Like, only because I think they've done that yeah. at least in... It's classic. Classic. So, yeah. Um, I did think they might do The Lamb, but the full Lamb was on Broadway song. Yeah. And I think they might just drop in the cage this time. I think it's just oh, yeah. a little too much and... and yeah. Uh, I think it's been it's been done. I'm glad I got yeah. to see it in 2007. Right. Uh, but they might do that. I think some other songs that I was hoping they would play would be. Shoot. What's on your well, no, dream I, list? I agree with you. I, going back to this can't be a replay of 2007. I say right now, In the Cage is one of those songs that I'm like. Yeah, if if I'm there at the concert and they start playing it, I'm going to be happy to hear it. If they don't play it, I'm going to lose absolutely no sleep over that. And I do want newer, older songs with uh, kind of in the mix. I'd like them to still play something, an older song that they've never played before with Peter. Well, maybe not, I don't want to say with Peter or, or with Phil, because I don't know kind of what songs I would pick that they haven't played back in the Peter era that Peter didn't sing. Like, he sang everything from The Lamb, and so... But I wouldn't mind seeing Phil take a stab at some Lamb stuff that he hasn't sung before. Yeah. Or if they were to do something like Dancing with the Moonlit Night again. You know, that's... I thought about that. That's... And, I mean, they did little bits of that, you know, back on the Duke tour, just as an intro type of thing. Yeah, I'd be be curious to hear that type of stuff. I'd Um, love to see them have a crack at Blood on the Rooftops. Yeah. Some quieter things. As one of the inquire songs. Yeah, that, you know, you got an Entangled, you've got um, even something like Madman Moon, which they've never played before. Yeah, 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 I don't think... I don't think so either, but... If it's, if you're going to do, there was a rumor before this tour was announced, but that, oh, Genesis is going to a tour, tour, but it's going to be an unplugged tour, which does not seem to be the case. But I could see that if they did something in the middle where it's like, we're going to do a couple quieter songs, that could be something that works. I assume that because the the tour is called The Last Domino, I never want to assume that they're going to play the song just because it's called that. I think it's a good assumption. I think so, too. I hope that in 2007, there were five out of the eight songs from Invisible Touch played. I don't need to hear five songs from Invisible Touch again. Uh, No, I think... They're definitely going to cut down yeah. from Invisible Touch. I think, I mean, you, get, I, I I think lo- you get Invisible Touch, Domino, and either Land of Confusion or throwing it all away. Right. Uh, I think, I mean, Phil's they been doing throwing it all away. They did the last yeah. Genesis tour. He did it on his solo right. tour. I could see that being dropped at this point. That could. I mean, they might be just tired of the A-O. Yeah, A-O. exactly. So, so yeah, I'd, I'd be okay with Invisible Touch, With I think they have to play yeah. uh, Land of Confusion and Domino. Yeah. And then... 
That's it. Yep, that's fine. Play a couple, play some other old, newer songs that you haven't played. They haven't played that song in a while. That's another uh, one I was thinking of. I don't think he would do Mama. Yeah, I think that's Mama's tough on the vocals. That's uh, yeah, why. Well, and think he did just, it well the yeah. last time. But I was really surprised he did it last time. Yeah. but I think that was the time he did it. Now, <laughs> thirteen years later. Yeah, exactly. That's kind of the the end of that part. So, I would like to see. I'd like to see some songs like Silver Rainbow played that weren't played before. Are they going to play it? Probably not. <laughs> but maybe a song Good like moment. Keep It Dark. Keep It Dark I love could be Keep one. It Dark. About me and Sarah Jane that they played back in the day. I'd, I've never seen them play that live. I'd love to see them play it again. That would be a great one. Uh, Nick was in an inter- interview, and in the interview, Nick said that they did rehearse Abacab. Okay. So that... Could be a possibility. Yeah, I could not see. as an opener. Yeah. I don't think it's a good opener. And that's a that's a song that they haven't played since the Invisible Touch tour. Yeah, um, I did think it was strange that both you know the We Can't Dance tour, Calling All Stations, and then 2007 didn't play anything at all from Abacab when it was such a tra- But it was a transition album for them. Maybe that's how they were thinking of it. So yeah, I'd be if Abacab came up, I'd be happy to hear it. But I think I'd even be happier if they played Keep It Dark, um, or Who Done It? Um, which again, <laughs> I know it's not going to happen. That's but. the sound of everyone turning off the podcast right well, now. Well, <laughs> I said, yeah, exactly. Well, I had said back in two thousand seven, I thought they should open with Who Done It. Of course, because if, if you if you have the box sets, the reissues. If you look at the Abacab interviews, Phil is so happy when he talks about the audience reaction that that Who Done It gets. Like he's like, "Oh, they hated it," and it's just like the glee on his face that the audience hated it so much. I almost am glad that that makes him so happy. <laughs> well, so like as a musician, you want some reaction, yes, out and of that's your music, a reaction. and whether it's you know adulation and people love it and go yep. crazy, or they absolutely tear it apart and boo at your concert, like. It's got to be something where you, they all look around at each other and go like, oh, yeah, <laughs> we got them. Yeah. Now, do you think there's any chance of new music coming out of this? No, zero chance. I wouldn't I, say I, zero, but I'd say pretty low. Pretty low. Yeah. And if and if anything, I think that they would do a track or two. I don't think they would do a full album again. I would really be interested in hear a song by the three of them. Yeah. At, at this point... 2020, yeah. you know, almost 30 years past yeah. their la- the last time they wrote together. I would, I would totally yeah. up for listening to it. Just have them get together in a room, right. jam around, Phil can kind of warble on top, yeah. and they could write the way that they used to. Nick could play the drums yeah, if he needs that, to. That works out too, and I think that's something that could happen, but yeah, probably isn't going to happen. So, so that's uh, so that's where we're at. It's a pipe dream. Yeah. Anything else about this tour? We're at about almost half an hour, Tom. So we've been yammering all <laughs> around for a while. Just I know it, it. 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 I know it had the kind of reaction that you kind of knew it was going to have. You would have the, the people who are completely yes. over the moon, and then you have the other camp who are. <laughs> adamantly against it and are flaming and yeah. saying this is the worst thing it's not a reunion without Peter and Steve and <laughs> yeah. blah 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 and and I kind of get it I, I think there are some people who I, I can see their point where they say you know I've, I saw Genesis in their heyday I saw Phil when he was running around the stage I saw them in 2007 it was a nice close to it mm-hmm. I don't need to f- see these songs yeah. sung with Phil sitting in a chair and I don't need to see 
a different drummer and yeah. I'm kind of done with it. And that I can respect because that's yeah. just yeah. their opinion. And you kind of felt that way about Phil's tour, too. I, I did a little yeah. bit, yeah. I, I talked you down. <laughs> I talked you out of that, I, I think. because I had free tickets to it. Yeah, so okay, like, <laughs> that works, too. So. <laughs> but it's, uh, yeah, but then it's the people who are like, they're old it's crap it's like that they're going out of their way just to bash a band yeah. which you assume they loved at some point yeah and i i i was i was not surprised there was that reaction from some quarters i was actually i was actually surprised that it was as positive as it was i thought there was much more positive reaction that i was expecting online i knew the shows would sell out quick i knew that they would end up adding some shows just because i was like it's genesis and phil's tours have been selling well for the past couple of years of course genesis is going to sell well yeah. so but you still never know until it happens but it was like yeah i, I was i think that you get i think at this stage people realize that hey, they're going out there because they like to do this. None of them really need the money. No. None of them really need to tour. I mean, it is nice to go out and tour, but they haven't, to- they haven't toured as a unit in 13 years. Tony, does- Tony Banks doesn't need the adulation <laughs> of a crowd to get him through the day. He hasn't had that for 13 years, so he's doing okay. Um, there was a joke online that somebody said, like, oh, who's getting divorced? <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like, even if they were, they wouldn't need the money at this point from that. So, you know, that's not a question. It's like sometimes people find it hard to believe that these guys just genuinely enjoy each other's company and they like doing it. So why not do it? I, I think that's one of the reasons why I, I think they might explore some more older stuff. Because yeah. like, they're like, we've done this for the last couple tours. Yeah. Let's try something new. We, we enjoy playing together and exploring, you know. Yeah. And the people who are going to pay this amount of money to see Genesis nowadays, <laughs> these are the people who are fans of the band. And it's the one thing that I think that, that Phil could have done more of on his tours, but he's he's a different beast with, yeah. with, with his solo career, that he does have probably more casual fans than Genesis has. And so it's maybe a bit more difficult for him to dive into his back catalog and pull out some lesser known songs. But he did that on the tours he did also. Just maybe not as much as I personally would have liked. But I also have all of his solo albums and really would have liked to hear Do You Know, Do You Care? I think Genesis fans, even if you're more of a fan of the newer stuff, you probably still have at least an awareness that there's this older stuff going on. And you've probably, I would think most of the people who are seeing Genesis now have seen Genesis before. And even if you're just a fan of the newer stuff, you realize that, oh, there's this older stuff that they play that is out there and they tend to be pretty good about choosing the stuff that you as tony has said in the past you have to choose stuff that to old stuff to play the people the first time they hear it will probably at least say oh i kind of like that yeah and i mean does that mean they're going to choose return of the giant hogweed to play (laughs) Uh, probably not although with with Nick there, maybe stuff like that might show up as an instrumental medley or something. Yeah. You, you never know, I think, at this stage where what they might pull out. And I think that's the fun of it. Are you going to try to be unspoiled for the shows? Yes, I'm going to put that out right now. I, I would like to be unspoiled <laughs> okay. of any yeah. songs that are definitely going to be played. 
Uh, so I think I'll probably be just taking a break from online, yeah. at least the Genesis group. When groups, the tour starts. And the tour yeah. starts. And and luckily, it's within like the first seven or eight shows. Yeah, the, yeah uh, London is So after that. Early. And we will also be very careful on our own page yes. uh, not to spoil, because we know uh, we'll be able to discuss it in a way that we'll figure out doesn't yeah. spoil it for people who have not seen it yet. Yeah. We'll figure out a way. Yeah. So, so Tom, anything else? I think we were talking about the people who who are going to see them now as the true Genesis fans. <laughs> uh, it was it was like in '86 and '87 to go see Genesis was like the thing to do. Right. It was the in thing. They're coming to town, let's people go see who him. didn't yeah. even know the band, they right. heard the songs on the radio, yeah, and they would they go. So, so you had a then, huge yeah. portion of the crowds in that tour who were just there because Genesis was the thing to yeah. do. Those people, I think, are long gone. Unless right. a portion of them became fans. Right. The people who are going now were the other people who have been with yes. them all this time. So I think that there is a little bit of expectation from these people because I think the majority of the people now going to see them are huge fans. They're yeah. not... It's. I have to hate to say it. It's not the in thing to do now. Right. To go no, see Genesis. Right. They're not on the radio. They're not on the top 10 or even the... At all, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I get what you're saying. It, it's like they're if if you're going to see Genesis, it's because you're a fan of this band. It's you're not going to be. Oh, I kind of like Phil Collins. I think I'll drop 185 pounds to go <laughs> get a floor seat or something like that. Which you know is you know, it's it's up there. It's, it's up there. Yeah, yeah that's, that's I just on my credit card bill, so I I know what those tickets are. Well, on but, the upside, just yeah. think of all the people around you in the stadium. Yes are just as into Genesis yes. as you are. And that that's a good feeling. Yeah. Do you think you're going to cry at this show? No. I didn't cry at the... Lo- uh. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's be honest. I think... Uh. I, I didn't at the at 2007. Um, I will say, I just saw Steve Hackett this past, um, this past weekend in... Um, in New Jersey, in Inglewood. And he did the, it was a Selling England show. And I didn't get emotional, but there were a couple, there was a, maybe it was just the seats I was at. I'd seen this tour a couple times and it was good, but it didn't, it, it, I didn't get my emotional strings pulled. But this show that I was just at, there was a moment at the beginning of the cinema show, not the, the song part, but the instrumental part where it starts with that melody. Na, 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 na. I'm doing a little faster there. But then when it comes in big after that, when kind of the bass pedals and the chorus of the of the keyboards are like it's the big Mellotron chords coming out there, that I was just like, fuck yeah, this is what <laughs> this is what I'm this is what I'm here for. These moments of just the drama of it. Did you and get your lady balls? I did get it. If Stace was here, it made my lady balls drop. And that's that's what I I mean, I don't, I don't like setting expectations for shows because I think that makes it more and more you're setting yourself up for failure or disappointment. But that's what I want to get out of these shows. I want a couple of those moments, even just one moment per show, where I'm just like, "Fuck yeah, this is what this is what I'm into this band for." And that could be, like you said, if they open with Dodo, <laughs> if they do certain things like that, that it's just like. Yeah, I, I've this is I can't get this anywhere else but here in these moments. I think that that's why I kind of tried to keep the set list a secret yeah. from myself back in 2007 yeah. because I did that when I was lucky enough I went to the first show in Toronto yeah. of the North American tour and I I knew what they opened with unfortunately mm-hmm. uh, but I didn't know they pl- were going to play Ripples and I didn't know they were uh, going to okay. play Mama. Okay. 
And when they played both of those, I, I, <laughs> I, I, I was like, what? I, I, I just couldn't believe it. And it was those moments which I re- still remember yep. you know, 13 years later. Yep. And I, I'm just hoping that's why I'm kind of trying to keep spoilers uh, from entering my eardrums. Yeah. Because uh, I want those moments in November. Yeah. I, there was another moment at Dorn Steve's show that, that did hit me in Dorn Dancing with Moonlit Night where in the first kind of selling England by the pound you had 1,500 people singing along with Nad Sylvan doing that which I was like that's a nice moment. That's a I good was moment. Like, and, if, and if Phil could do that uh, Okay, uh, maybe I will cry. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So it got me when Sting did it on the Peter Gabriel Sting and Sting tour. That was another one that. I didn't know he was going to do that. Yeah. And that I was just like, I'm grabbing my friends. I'm like, don't you know that song? It's selling you. <laughs> and they're dancing like, with the moon. And the yeah, people were like, yeah, whatever. Is what Sting? Is this a Sting song? I didn't know this from the police. So, uh, so anyway, speaking of Peter Gabriel, yes. I, my hypothetical to you. Yes. Do you think that at any of the UK shows will Peter show up will Peter and or Steve show up for them because Steve is also playing Steve at the is same doing time. his tour yeah right it starts a little bit earlier than that I think runs through things even just for a track yeah I I think there's a possibility my understanding of things is that there were at least I think Tony might have said this in an interview that there were at least discussions with Peter to, to to do a guest at the Rome gig back in 2007. Uh, maybe come out for carpet crawlers type of thing. And it just didn't happen because well, things don't happen. <laughs> that easily with Peter. Sometimes. Yeah, so I, so I think that that's... They just petered out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so can that happen? Yeah, they're all still friends. You know, that's something that could definitely go on. So do I... Th- do I think do I th- I think it is less than a 50% chance of it happening. I think it's maybe a 30 to 40% chance of it happening. That's a good That is a good a chance. Decent percentage. That's, yeah, yeah, at some point during that show, during that tour, I would like to think if it were going to happen it would happen at a London show. <laughs> but just for us London shows, seeing Genesis in London I think it's going to be an experience. Yes. Um, Wait, have you seen them before in London? No, I've never seen. I've okay. only seen Genesis four times before. Giant Stadium in 2000, in back in um, uh, Invisible Touch tour, at the end of the tour. 87 it would have yeah. been. Um, and then We Can't Dance, Foxborough, Massachusetts in 92, summertime, June or whenever, May it was. And then twice in 2007, uh, Giant Stadium and um, Madison Square Garden. And so I'm assuming that I mentioned that I'm going to the two London shows. I'm probably going to Leeds also. And if they come into the United States, I will see them multiple times. I, I will probably see well, I'm seeing them twice in London. That'll probably be it because yeah. I'm leaving in the day after <laughs> right, the 30th. Yes. Uh, but if they come to the States, I'll probably go to two shows. Yeah. Uh, the New York area shows and probably a Philly um, no, probably New York only because I think I'd probably try to spend. To oh, get... like New York and I'd say I was thinking New York and Philly maybe if we go down to Stacy and possibly, Simon. possibly so. maybe one. But I wanted to go once maybe with you and then once yeah. I want to bring my daughter too. Oh, so okay. If they do two shows at the Garden, okay. perhaps, and I'd like to pay a little bit more to get better seats, <laughs> seats so that right. would reduce the amount of shows yes. I can go to. Right, I understand. I, I end up that. seeing them 
eight times on the 20, 2007 tour. And, and that was before you had kids. That was before kids. Yes. That was the good old days. Yes. All right. So, well, that's, well, I think we'll end up doing some of these special episodes between now and um, November. For maybe sure. we'll even try to, maybe I can record on my phone or something over in London in November and we can kind of do a, a quick, even just a discussion with the four of us over there. I think doing an international recording could be a lot of fun. That would so, be a, a fun time. So we'll see. So, so we'll leave leave you now with uh, good thoughts about the tour, good thoughts about health and humanity moving forward. Yes. And so we will talk to you soon. Uh, just so you know, when you hear this, probably within a week or two, you'll get our next episode. If you're listening to this months from now, you can just play, hit play and you'll have the next episode. <laughs> so we, we will let you know now that our next episode is, I almost said Wind and Wuthering, um, is the Aunt Phillips album Wise after the event. <laughs> I drew a total blank on that as I was well, talking. Well, you were probably about to say wind after the yeah, event. I was going to say, and we were joking about that during the episode. So, wise after the event. So, if you want to pre listen to that before the podcast uh, goes live in a week or so, uh, then do that so you can be ready for it. So, this is Mike signing off. And this is Tom saying thank you, and uh, we'll see you next time. We'll talk to you later.
Thank you for listening to this episode of Tabletop Genesis. Archived episodes can be found at tabletopgenesis.com, along with updates, polls, and various other podcast-related news. You can also subscribe to the podcast on iTunes to have shows automatically downloaded to your computer when we post new episodes. To keep up with all the Tabletop Genesis activity, follow us on Twitter at Genesis Tabletop. You can like us on Facebook by searching for Tabletop Genesis, and you can email us directly at genesistabletop at gmail.com. Let us know what you think of the podcast or send us questions we can address on future episodes. 